In the holy name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. A Macell of King Solomon. All deeds are right in the sight of the doer, but the Lord weighs the heart. Our ancestors in the faith read the book of Proverbs as a treasury of wisdom that should be learned, marked, and inwardly digested. We follow the path of Dame Wisdom by meditating upon these maxims. Perhaps none of us knows the book of Proverbs as did our ancestors. I accept Professors Cook and Ventress Williams. But I hope to imitate the ways of the saints today by reflecting with you on this wise saying, this meso of our life before God. Wisdom teaches us that fundamentally and instinctively, we regard our own doings as right. Students of Israel's scriptures will know that the Hebrew is more vivid, more concrete than our current translation. Perhaps more plainly or directly, we might say, the way a person follows is always right in their own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. Holy wisdom speaks in three concrete and singular idioms, the way, the eyes, the heart. The entire course of our life, our way, finds a natural home and endorsement in and before our eyes, but the Lord looks on the heart. Perhaps nothing captures our life before and under Almighty God more clearly than this trio of images, a way, a pair of eyes, and a heart. Think about our lives as a way, a Lebenslauf, a course, a path. Wisdom discloses to us that our lives are not simply a string of action, not one event jostled side by side with another, not haphazard or irrational, but rather a direction, a living pattern of movement out from the dawn of our birth, pressing forward until our own night overtakes us at the last. This is a gift of the good and provident God. Naturally, as the author of the book of Proverbs knows, we take this orderly and meaningful directiveness for granted, for everything we do is justified in our own eyes. But in truth, despite what Aristotle may think, our lives as the poet Edna St. Vincent Millay once said in the midst of recurrent illness, could be simply bitter and still repetition. 
It's not true that life is one damn thing after another, she wrote. It's one damn thing over and over. Those who suffer deeply suffer intractable pain, wrenching grief and trauma, know this pitiless repetition. Life seems no longer a way, but rather a cold and lifeless stillness, where no motion, no change animates the color of the day. But the good creator and tender of our souls does not in truth shape our lives this way. Such death in life is not the pattern of the good creature of God, rather movement, direction, pathway is. In this way, the Lord God has made time our ally, our friend. However compelling the world of the Attic Greeks is, and there are days I find it almost overwhelmingly compelling, the Holy Scriptures teach us that becoming is not opposed to being, nor is the world of mutability and change to be despised as the antinomy of the transcendent realm of the permanent. Know the experience of the transitory, most especially as it bears us along from childhood to maturity and death, is received from the hand of the Lord and is good and altogether very good. Now, one reason that we may call a way or a path of life a creaturely good is that Holy Scripture speaks first and principally of the pathway of the Lord God himself, his ways and works, his path in the midst of the sea. The eternal, too, has a way. So time and eternity are not opposed, but enfolded, coordinated, and ordered in him. The ways of Dame Wisdom are filled with pleasantness, Proverbs tell us, and all her paths are peace. The dynamism and direction of the Lord God, this divine way, is true justice. And from heaven, the just God looks down and turns his eye toward the pathways of his creatures. What he sees from this throne of righteousness is the waywardness of human creatures. We who close our eyes to the cry of the poor and who find in their suffering and terrible isolation that no one hears our own cries when sorrow and need overtake us. Why this terrible rupture in the direction, the good temporality of creaturely life. Dame Wisdom tells us it is because of our habitual and instinctive self-enclosure. All our ways are right in our own eye. The prophet Ezekiel knows this pattern by heart. Are my ways unjust? 
the prophet says in the Lord's name? Is it not your ways that are unjust, says the Lord? I don't suppose there's any clearer summary of what it means to say that in our eyes, every path we choose is just. The prophet echoes King Solomon here in just the same pattern. We look to our own way of life. We see it alone clearly. And the Lord God's way, the way of wisdom, we can see only as unjust, unintelligible, remote, strange. In C.S. Lewis's famous phrase, we put God in the dock. We expect him to answer our cross-examination. Now, we might wonder how we could ever have imagined that our creator should answer us and bend his yoke under our yoke, his neck under our yoke, and live up to our standards of right conduct. Expressed in this way, no creature is likely to say, yes, God must answer me. But our self-knowledge does not, in fact, operate in such a transparent and honest fashion. Rather, we simply narrow our vision and train our eyes on what we consider the force, the pattern, and the inner spring of our lives. And in that inward turning, we look on the justice and justification of our own way in our own eyes. You know how that goes. We make mistakes. Notice the softening of judgment there. We may even confess that we err and stray. We may even liken ourselves from time to time with lost sheep wandering in a land that is waste. But we have our reasons, don't we? We can say why we did these things and feel that momentary justification that springs from looking with the inward eye. We meant well, we say. We tried. We did not know then what we know now. We were carefully taught. And who can blame us? Of course we see things through our own eyes. And all that self-deception seems tantalizingly close to the good pathway, the good meaningfulness, the good temporal unfolding that the creature, the creator, bestows on his creature. But as Dame Wisdom teaches us, it is only tantalizingly close, not identical, because we are not turning our eyes to our maker. And even more, we are not turning our hearts to him. For it is in that inner recess, in the heart, that the Lord God sees and judges our ways. King David, Solomon's tragic father, was the man after God's own heart. His own life path was wayward, we might say, sometimes shockingly so. 
David's eyes were fastened on Bathsheba, and they looked far away from Uriah and from his murder, or from Amnon and his rape of his sister Tamar. In death, David's family did not rise up and call him blessed, and his country was dissolved in civil war and slavery and expropriation almost before David's grave was cold. Yet the Lord looked on David's heart, and the Lord saw something faithful, something loyal, something of covenant love, hesed in him and his errant ways. That too, uh, and his errant ways, we do not know just what that was. For the Lord does not see as we do, nor are his ways our ways. That too is the mystery of creaturely inwardness before God. Yet we can say that David walked before the Lord, and his eyes were raised to him in penitence and in hope, so that we too can look on David, on his life path, his ways of folly and of love, and learn to turn our eyes and our hearts to God. For even though in our own eyes all our deeds are righteous, we know that the Lord God looks on the heart. And as the psalmist says, the eyes of all wait upon him, and he gives them their food in due season. He opens his hand and satisfies the desire of every living thing. For the Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. To the living wisdom of God, then let us open and offer up our hearts. And may in grace and mercy, the Lord God set straight our paths. Amen. O God, we give thanks for the many blessings of this life, especially for the beauty of all creation. In the spirit we plead. O God, may your dominion grasp us and ravish the hearts of all who claim Christ as Lord. 